Thank you for joining us for Let's Pray, a ministry designed to help and encourage through Bible reading and prayer. And I'm Brooke Suttle, the pastor of Royal River Baptist Church in Yarmouth, Maine. Our scripture reading is found today in Hosea chapter 2, verses 21 through 23. And it shall come to pass in that day, I will hear, saith the Lord, I will hear the heavens, and they shall hear the earth, and the earth shall hear the corn, and the wine, and the oil. And they shall hear Jezreel, and I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which were not my people, Thou art my people, and they shall say, Thou art my God. <clears throat> As we consider this portion of Scripture uh, today in Hosea chapter 2 and verse 21, we are looking at the causality of obedience. And we say God encourages obedience by addressing our failures. God enables obedience by addressing our fears. And God establishes obedience by addressing our future. And today we're looking at God establishes obedience by addressing our future. <clears throat> and we said that God, God's commitment uh, to us is an enduring commitment. He addresses our future. He tells us how he's going to bless us and how he's going to treat us, what he's going to do for us. For all those that will repent and come back to him, there's, there are promises that God has given. And here for the nation of Israel, this is something that he had made to Abraham what, many, many years before. And God has established his covenant with Abraham. And even though they had disobeyed the children of Israel and gone away from God, God was going to bring them back. He was going to keep his covenant because it was enduring. God's commitment is enduring. Also, God's commitment is equitable. It's appropriate. It's sound. It's right. It's pure. It's prudent. It was in piety and in pity. And today we're looking in Hosea chapter 2, verse 21, and we find that God's, uh, God's commitment is enriching. Uh, here we see that he said, and it shall come to pass in that day I will hear. Thank God that he hears. We bless his name, that, that he listens. He's a God that hears. And he says, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to enrich you. Uh, when God hears, uh, and God hears everything we do and everything we say, but God is listening for obedience God wants us to respond in truth. And uh, God remembers his covenant. He remembers the things that he said. <clears throat> and he, he heard the groaning of the children of Israel when they were in bondage. God's going to hear <clears throat> the people of God. And here it says, I'll hear. I will hear the heavens and the, and the heavens going to hear the earth. And the earth shall hear the corn and the wine and the oil. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they shall say, Jezreel. In other words, that word was used in the beginning of judgment that God was going to scatter the people. But here it's used for sowing, that God's going to bring the people back and he's going to enrich the people. There's going to be an abundance once again. And, and God, the heavens are going to hear the earth. There's a cry that's going out. For blessing and God is going to bless and God is going to enrich his people 
And then, not only do God's com- is God's commitment enduring and equitable and enriching, but it's endearing. <clears throat> you say, well, what do you mean by that, Brooks? Well, he says in verse 23, And I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which were not my people, Thou art my people, and they shall say, Thou art my God. God's commitments are not distant or impersonal. God's commitments are endearing. Let's let's look at this. First of all, God's purposes are endearing because God's love gives purpose. It says, I will sow her unto me in verse 23. There is a purpose. God's love gives me purpose. You say, what's that purpose? I will sow her unto me. My purpose is for God, to live for God, to serve God, to have a relationship with God. So God's God's love gives me purpose that I I have a reason to live. It's for the Lord Jesus Christ. I have a relationship with him. So I see God's love gives me purpose. I will sow her unto me. Then God's love gives me a place. I will sow her unto me in the earth. God has a uh, has a love for me right here, right now. I know God's going to love me throughout eternity. God has a place, a better place for me in heaven. But right now, God's promise gives me purpose. I'm, I'm the Lord's and he's mine. Gives me a reason for living. And uh, Paul said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But God's given us a place. He's showed me here. He's blessed me here in this earth. He's called me uh, to serve him in in this hour, at this time, in this place. And so I see God's love gives me a place. He's shown me unto himself in the earth, and just like he did the nation of Israel. And then I find God's love gives me a privilege. In Hosea 23, it says, I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. <clears throat> and so Israel, that had been cast off, they had gone their own way in going into bondage. But he's going to have mercy upon those that have not obtained mercy because of their disobedience. They're going to be brought back to the Lord. We find that God's love gives me privilege. I was in the depths of my sin, headed to hell and destruction. The wrath of God was upon me like it is upon all unsafe people. But the Lord saved me by his grace. And I appreciate that, him having mercy. It gave me privilege. And then in Hosea 23, it says, And I will say unto them which were not my people, thou art my people. So God's love not only gives me purpose and a place and privilege, but it gives me a people. I will say unto them which are not my people, thou art my people. I'm glad I'm a part of the family of God. God is mine, and he and I'm his, and uh, we we are family. I'm part of the family of God. I'm a child of God through the new birth. And then uh, I find that God's love, being this enduring, enduring commitment, God's love gives me a passion. And they and they shall say in verse twenty three, Thou art my God. That is the passion of the believer, that we can say that he is our God and we love him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you 
that you establish us in obedience through letting us know what a wonderful future we have if we if we trust in you. And I see, God, that your commitment's endearing. It's a, it gives us your love, gives us purpose, place, privilege, people, and a passion. Thank you that you've done so many wonderful things for us. Help us to glorify your name, and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Pray. I hope it's been a help to you. If you have need of additional assistance, you may reach us at 207-899-7949, or you may find us at our website at letspraynow.org. Until tomorrow, hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.